Welcome to Plus Money Golf on the Fantasy Sports Corp Network, the show with the pro and the caddy. That would be Adam and Smitty. My name is Eric. I'm just the host. Chris is here doing the real work, keeping us on the internet. We are brought to you this evening by our friends at Jazz Sportsbook Casino and Racebook, as well as our buddies at Underdog Fantasy. Use code Plus Money, all one word, to get a 100% deposit match. That's a great deal. Let's talk to the actual golf guys, Adam and Smitty. How are we doing this evening, boys? Good. Doing well. We did well last week. Yeah, coming off a nice weekend. Ha <laughs> ha. That was my next question. Uh, how was that overall? Our guy Tony Finau got it done yeah, for the eight water to one. parks. Eight to one, and then he was out caddying for his kids right after the tournament when they played the par three. Just so oh, awesome. you love to see it. You'll love to see it. How do you yeah. not love that guy? Yeah, you um, see him like what was it like three, four hours after he yeah. wins the tournament and he's out there and there's pictures of him just lugging his kids' uh, golf bags around. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Good for I him. Mean, why would you not if you have the opportunity to? You know, I think you'd regret not doing that later. Adam said in the text thread he he needs to perform so the kids can enjoy the water park all yeah. three days. I saw a tweet and it's like Tony Fina wins in Mexico and net negative 15,000 because his whole family <laughs> traveled with him. <laughs> it is awesome but also you could uh they they interviewed uh his wife um and his son during the tournament at one point i forget what day it was that's a kiss of death usually she and you could she was not having it she was not very personal personal like normally she's very personable right and she's very upbeat and everything and she was so short when it came to the questions that were asked to her and everything and even her son his son was not they giving know. her money. Tony probably so told him, just, dude. He's like, dude, stay off because yeah. I mean, yep. that's ha- that happened like four or five weeks in a row where they like interview the wife and the guy collapses on the last hole. Yeah, it was funny to see just because from you know when you watched Full Swing and you saw how his wife was and how the family was and they were always so happy go lucky and always have you know having a blast and making the best out of every situation, right? And then they interviewed them during the tournament and they were like, you could tell they just wanted to say. <laughs> Get out of my face. Off limits. Leave me alone, guys. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Our boy Bahati played good, too. Yeah, he did. Top seven to one for a top 10 and a three to one for a top 20. So plus 700 for a top 10 was insane. What were yeah, the teams posting that number? I thought he was going to get the win for a while and he just didn't produce on the last day. Well, I think with with a guy like Batia that he he comes in on a Sunday and he's right there, and he can feel it. And for the first few holes, everybody was talking. The announcers were saying, man, he's really holding himself really nicely, and then he kind of fell apart a little bit there, and yeah. he had to regather himself to kind of stay with it. And that's just – those are just signs of a, of a young golfer really trying to find his way and never really being in that instance um, mm-hmm. on the PGA Tour. And, it, and to be honest with you, it's probably in his best – 
interest. Yeah. Obviously, if he comes through and wins, like that's a completely different story, and that's what you want to do. But it's not the worst thing for him moving forward to have failed in those spots yeah. and understand, hey, I need to be a little bit better here and here. And why did this occur? You know, why was I, I mean, off the fairways here? And- he basically came from junior golf to the tour, which yeah. you don't see. I mean, sometimes those guys come out and win like one event and then they're just dead for you know, like you don't hear or they're completely out of the game. He's managed to hang around by just dinking and diving these Caribbean tournaments. I mean, mm-hmm. it gets fourth Rogers with the top 10, uh, Bo Hosser with the top 10 Walker with the top 15. So yes, yeah, sir. There's a lot of guys. Great and call for a walk with Walker by you, by the way, he's been playing good. Yeah. He he's finally getting over that Lyme disease where he's getting his strength back and he's playing really good. I mean, Obviously, I'm guessing that probably just affected his ability to be able to walk four rounds and, you know, have the fitness to play golf, but and practice, I'm sure. But yeah, Patia just needs, he's getting some scar tissue built up, which a lot right. of these guys get in college. They, he, you know, the guys, he hasn't had what, those experiences. Two years old. Right. So yeah. He's 21 years old. So by the time, I mean, the closer he gets, we see it with, you know, with even guys like JT Poston and uh, who else like um, uh, Svensson and those guys, like they would get top fives, top fives. And then all of a sudden it's like, when, when, you know, so. Sunday yeah. is its own monster. It's, yeah. it's sort of a tournament in and of itself. These guys probably wake up and you're already mentally battling from the time you wake up on Sunday. Yeah. It's just, uh, I mean, the idea is just, because you know it's four days, you're just trying to make sure you're you don't shoot yourself out of position and have to have like a career round going into uh you know the last day. But if you can manage to just kind of hang in that top ten and then you know be in that top five going into Sunday, that's when you have your best chance. Especially for some of these guys that don't have like those career sixty twos on them or whatever. Yeah. You know, going back to uh, going back to Batia a little bit, and the biggest thing for him that he said was the change this week was him uh, utilizing aim point putting the oh, first, yeah. first for the first time, and how it was. I think it was he had he had one putt that he had made on on tour so far this year, like outside of twenty five feet or something like that, and he made something like oh, I can't remember the number. Maybe it was something like five this weekend outside of 20 feet. Yeah. Aim points like for people who don't know, it's very, uh, it's very scientific. I guess you could say it, it started out this guy that was like a computer guy did stats and then basically broke down where there's a book I actually carry with me that shows you at each step of the green, how much tilt there is, like how much slope that your side slope It'll show you how many exact inches you are of break. So if you can have the speed for like a 10 or a 12 green and you can play the exact break, it's incredible. I went to a clinic with a buddy of mine that the guy that created Aimpoint taught and he was putting like 60 footers that broke four directions and he was getting them within a few inches of the hole. And like from inside 20 feet, this guy just putting it, doing the clinic never missed. I mean, it was stupid. and. So they've kind of like simplified it. They had like Aimpoint 2.0 and then they had like Aimpoint Express. And you see guys doing it where they stand over their line. Mm-hmm. The old way was you stand 
like perpendicular to the break in the middle of your ball, which is still what I do. Um, but it's weird. Cause you'll see, sometimes it'll tell you the putt breaks three feet and you're like, there's no possible way. And if you, you have the hardest thing for people with aim point is like, they have to learn to trust it. Like what you read on the breaks, when you see guys like hold their hands up and they're like three or two, that's the tilt. So you put like this part of on the center of the hole and whatever it is here, that's showing you the point where the break is. So you have to kind of train yourself to feel what a two, three and 4%. So like for me, a 4%, which is pretty severe when you stand perpendicular to the line, like your body weight goes to the back of your foot. If it's like a two, it's kind of like to the side. Um, but if you stand there for more than like three seconds, your body's equilibrium will make you balance out. So you have, that's why they only stand there for a second and then they step away and they step back in. The point was to make these guys like be able to read greens, but also mm-hmm. uh, to be able to read faster, which is so many people starting to use aim point. That's why they got rid of the green rating books on tour because they got these green rating books <clears throat> and I have one for TPC and it shows you where every slope is and what the slope is on every green. It's charted with a scanner. So, you know, if you hit your ball here, you look at your green chart and you know, the practice round, like my, the holes right here, it's a 3% tilt. You don't even have to read it. You can just stand up there and like basically play the break. Which is amazing. Yeah. I mean, and Batia was just talking about, he's like, it's been working wonders for me. The stats, the stats and the numbers don't lie. I trust it fully. And it's something you have to do. But yeah, if you don't, if you second guess your read, then you're going to miss it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I go back and forth, but I've last two times I've been pretty religious and trying to use it. Um, cause I got some tournaments coming up on difficult green. So it's, it definitely makes a difference. I mean, I made a ton of putts last week when I played just by using aim point on greens that I know that I'm like, there's no way it breaks that much. And I'd play it and it would go right in or I would hit the lip and it would lip out just cause I had too much speed. So yeah, it's, a it's pretty crazy leaving. Yeah. Going to break three feet. Yeah. It's crazy. When was this first developed? Mm, I want to say like early two thousands. Wow. It's been around like the green reading books are still, you can use them. It's scientific. I mean, if you use the book, which not many people do, basically you stand in the middle of your line. If you know, it's a 2% tilt downhill, you hold a T on the little circle between your one end pointing your ball and one end pointing at the hole. And it shows you how many inches break. So you can essentially know if like six inches, if you can use your eye to know how much six inches is, wow. which varies depending on who your wife is. Uh, you, <laughs> you can, uh, you can make every pot this That's- week. It's the Wells Fargo <laughs> championship at quail hollow in Charlotte, North Carolina. Former winners include, but are not limited to, we were just talking about uh Rory won a bunch of times. Homa. Fowler won it some years back in 2012. Margin of victory has been three or fewer in recent years. Rory did win it by seven back in 2015. Now, to my untrained eye, this course looks pretty straightforward. No water, as we've had recently. No uh, trees hanging over the pins. Yeah, we this just saw this. Bombers paradises. We just saw this course back in September for the President's Cup. So, mm-hmm. uh, Which is why it wasn't these- here. Yeah. Last year. 
some of these guys are very familiar with this course because they played uh, here a lot, or you got guys that played in the president's cup that maybe never saw the course until the president's cup. So it's a good track. It's like probably it was one of the fan favorites and player favorites even before <clears throat> just, you can look at the list before there was elevated events. There's every big name guys playing. It's yeah, always a good of- ramp up for the PGA championship too, because it's, you know, like those style of courses, they tend to have, you know, like it's a PGA type course. One of the hardest courses on tour. Yeah. And um, yet they love it. Yeah. I mean, it's, and it's a long course, it, oh, just under 7,600 yards. It's a, I, I was going to ask you about this, Adam, just so I was looking at things and always want to ask you questions just cause you're, you know, you play a lot and um, you played at a higher level than any of us on here for sure. But like, so being a par 71, it goes par 35 and then par 36. So there's only one par five on the front nine and then two on the back. Right. Yeah. How, as a player, what is your viewpoint on that? And would you rather have, would you rather have the par fives on the front nine or would you rather have them on the back nine or does it really matter to guys or, you know, just because par 71 is a little, is, is a little yeah, bit it's unique, a weird number. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's a weird number, and it, I don't think it matters much because you either start front nine or you start back nine. So, I mean, if you're looking for – if you're one of those guys that maybe has, like, leads in par five scoring, you'd rather play that second nine with the two par fives. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, as a player, I could care less how many par fives. I'm just – for me, I like par fives because that's where I get my key scoring at, but I would – probably rather i mean it doesn't matter you're just playing what you get sometimes yeah. you're out there if you're in the moment you don't even realize that there were par fives or fours you're just playing you know i don't think that it matters if there's one or five or two or you know whatever it's just but from some of the shorter players probably like the par fives more par fives but obviously because more opportunities here score. i think don't they have some drivable par fours that they mix in? Um, they had some in the president's cup, I think you got, yeah, you got, well, you have number eight is three forty six. Um, I mean, you have, geez, hole six is 249 yard par three. God. Um, I'm hearing some Eagles. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, not they're playing. So there's none 14 is 344 yards. So, I mean, not really. Oh, Everything having, else is that a good pretty game? healthily over 400 yards for par It was fours. just on their website. They're having the 25 PGA Championship here, too. So, yeah, this I mean, is a... There, I you mean, got the, the two par fives on the back, though, are under 600 yards, 592, 577. And then the shortest one is um, hole seven, which is five, 546 only. So, I mean, those guys are, are going to be aggressive. Oh, yeah. Um, and But I think it's going to be very important for guys to get the most out of their drives so that they can, because the greens are really fast this week. Yeah. There's very little water in play on this course too. But if you want to land, I mean, with the speed of the greens, right, they're talking 12 plus on the greens on the stamp, right? So Mm -hmm. you're going to probably want to come in higher, right? With your approach shots than you normally would. So if you can get more out of your Mm -hmm. drive so that you have a shorter approach shot in, especially on some of those par fives, so you can get the ball up in the air and land it a little bit softer. Yeah. I think when they're fast too, though, you get guys like Jordan Spieth that putt really good from 20 to 25 feet. 
they love this setup where my boy, you know, but rambling, scrambling. Also, man. when you're at 12 and a half, if you're on the wrong spot on the wrong side of the flag, it's I tough. mean, a three footer is going to feel like it's 20 feet because right. it's not going to be fun. How does Spieth usually do around here, around these parts? Uh, I mean, he does good on these kind of like PGA championship setups where it's not a lot of water. There's some trees, but it's kind of like these old school clubs. That's and we're we're living, in, we're living in the present right now with Mr. Spieth. JT I mean, pretty mad at him. He's he's due for a victory. <laughs> JT, Rory, they always play good at these old clubs. Look, the fact is, if you just keep betting on Jordan Spieth and betting twice <laughs> as much each time, when he eventually wins, it will all pay off. Every time, double your bet. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what you do. And you yeah, can always double the blackjack table. It you can always rebet him after Friday because he's usually out of position on Friday and then plays him back in on Saturday. Well, I mean, you can put him in for a sub sixty-five on Sunday when he's out of the picture to yes. win. It's like, oh, cool. You know, you, yesterday you just shot a 75, and now you're going to throw in a 64 oh. just to piss everybody off. I just looked. JT won here in 17, the PGA Championship. Yeah. He's been a ghost for the last two weeks. Uh, I mean. Three weeks. Or really. Cut recently? He's, been, he's missed. Did he miss his last two cuts? Okay. Augusta so, and RBC. Here is. Here's the crazy thing. Okay, about um, hold on, about about JT. I was looking at stuff because I'm like, you know, remember I told you a couple shows ago, I was like, JT pisses me off and he has to earn stuff, right? He has to show me. But like, you look at this, all right? RBC finished 25th, all right? Yeah. April 5th, April 5th or whatever, right? The week before the Masters, he missed the cut because he was god awful. Shot a 78 in the second round. But then he has the Valspar. He was 10th. Players, he was 60th, but then Arnold Palmer, 21st, 20th at Riviera, the Genesis Open. Then he was, what, fourth at Scottsdale at the Phoenix Open, 25th at the Farmers Open, um, and then he was 25th and 5th, right? He's got some pretty decent numbers, and he's only missed one cut this year. Doesn't it feel like he's missed every single cut this year? Yes. Yeah. I wish they would just have him mic'd up on, like, a separate channel with no sensors because the dude drops some serious what every guy out there feels like. But here's why here's why we think he's missed every cut is because we bet top 20, top 10 and outrights, right? Those are those those are our big cash cows for us. And he's only been inside the top 20 twice what? No. Once in the last two months where he finished 10th at the Valspar. I mean I like him at a course that he's familiar with and Right. He's won at, and he's gonna feel pretty good. You think coming in? The here. guy's a PGA Championship machine. Yep. Speaking of that PGA Championship, we have like the National Club Pro going on t- tomorrow's the final round mm-hmm. for the top twenty club pros to get into the PGA. <clears throat> Ooh, they're in New Mexico. Yeah, that was televised last week a little bit. Though. Yeah, it's on all week. Um, I didn't watch today because I was busy, but. Uh, one of my buddies, Alec Be- Alex Beach, shot 66 today to get in the top 10. So he's played in three or f- of the la- three or four of the last five PJ Championships. We should get a, uh, we should get a guy like that on the show. I could get him on. I think he's a super chill dude. If he gets a top 20, I c- I'll uh, reach out to him. But yeah, 66. He was way out. He shot 76 the first day and was like, 
120 or 130, then shoots mm-hmm. 71, 66, and finds himself at three under. Sounds like four back. Out. Yeah, it's pretty exciting to watch. I mean, these are guys that you see at, you know, just your club pros, like guys like me that run golf courses and teach golf, um, all playing, trying to get a top 20 um, spot into the PGA Championship. And right now there is a big log jam. There is two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight guys are going to have to play for six spots. So that'll be tomorrow if they have a big tie for that 20th spot. They have basically a sudden death playoff. It's Ooh. brutal. Oh, so last year, man. my buddy Alex Beach, I think it was 10 guys for four or five spots. And first playoff hole, he misses the green and chips in and just <gasps> walks to the car with a spot into the PGA Championship. He chipped in and just walk, took off walking. Tossed his wedge and walked. It was so good. That's great. That's beautiful. So what kind of golfers are we looking for here for the Quail Hollow as we get into? Oh, wait. First, before I ask about actual specific dudes, we have a message from our friends at Jazz Online Sportsbook Casino and Racebook. Jazz, Sportsbook, Casino, and Racebook, the world's best resource for all-purpose online wagering. For over 20 years, Jazz has provided the best and quickest payouts in sports and entertainment wagers. Live sports betting, covering all the major sports leagues, and even into the new and exciting world of esports. Down the stretch you'll come, with Jazz's online horse wagering. Get paid when you play with Jazz's fun and exciting online casino games. Go online now and use the promo code TSS for our new members deals. Jazz Sportsbook, Casino, and Racebook, the world's best resource for online wagering. I mean, once you had a race book, I'm in. So we want some we want some seasoned pros for this one. We're not gonna be picking uh, picking randos, I feel like. I think, Anyways, for the win. I think uh in this tournament, right, history speaks for itself a little bit just because mm-hmm. of who's who's played well here. You know, before we came on air, just talking about, Adam was talking about, you know, you look at the 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 past however many years and you're seeing very similar names in the top 10. Um, did you, you see the winners who, too. Did you notice who decided to take their one elevated event off this week? You didn't even notice, did you? What, who, Mr. Rom? Yep. Yeah. Oh, he tied one on last week. That's what happened. I mean. It makes complete sense, <laughs> but you can't. For me, you can't go on your high horse about oh, you need to be playing if it's top twenty event, and then all of a sudden it's like, well, I'm not going to play the next one. Yeah. No, I know, I know. You can't. You can't give Rory crap because he's missed two. Like he's going to pay the penalty. He doesn't care. I mean, the guy was playing bad. I get it, but you can't throw people under the bus and then, you know. Try to be the bus driver and then jump underneath yourself. (laughs) Yeah, you at least got to wait a few. You know. Yeah. Well, I just don't understand. Like these guys are these guys. They all yes, they all love money. Yeah. I don't get it. Right. When you're going to be playing for all this money and you just sit out, you're like, ah, fuck it. I'll just instead of me trying to win four million dollars, I'll just pay you three million. Fuck you. Dude, they're not paying. What that. is that? Like, 
I know I get These it. These guys I, are making 60, 70 mil I, a year in sponsor money. It should fucking matter. He gets more than three mil than an appearance, an appearance fee at some place. He should be looking out for his kids, 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 kids. Trust me. It's taken care of. You're Roy McElroy. I mean, DJ, look at his career earnings. It's stupid. So if you take his career earnings and times it by 15, that's how much he's made. Actually, whatever. I'm just jealous. (laughs) Yeah, I can be jealous. It's okay. That is Uh, your right. That is your right as an American. Well, I just bet Fowler because he's a past winner, and I bet Thigala because new rule. I bet Thigala every week till he wins because he almost won when I wasn't on him, and boy, I felt bad the whole time. What's and what's, Fowler what's is he uh, to win. What's it? What's the gala to win? Uh, Fowler's thirty to one. Thigala is forty to one. Fowler is a been cashing top tens and twenties. I think top tens in every one of these mm-hmm. elevated events. <clears throat> Well, I suppose I should get us into it. Let's find the note. Rory's already made 5.3 this year in just tournaments. So this year. Cool. (laughs) And he won the FedEx playoff last year. They just docked that 3 million for a miss annuity. Man. Must be nice. They take a hundred dollars out of my paycheck. I'm upset. Yeah. 71.5 million all over the place. What do I do? I don't know what to do. 71.5 career. What am I gonna not? What am I gonna do? Not gamble for the week if I don't yeah. get a hundred? I wouldn't, you know. Nope. It's Seven Sorry, billion dollars. Store was out of goldfish. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not gonna be able to feed my kids next week if I get. <laughs> not gonna be able to buy his daughter that new Rolex she wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a. And then when Shitty. she gets, when she gets addicted to drugs later in life, then um, she'll sell that Rolex for half of what it's worth. She's yep. going to have to get a swatch watch. So maybe my daughter. Who knows? You know, <laughs> never know how far this degeneracy might spiral. <laughs> Let's stay away from all those problems and just win money. Who's going to finish in the top 20, Smitty? Tell us the future. All right. Uh, yeah. After looking at my crystal ball here after, I mean, I felt that way though. This la- after this last week, uh, you know, being, being up like s- close to seven units, which was fun. Um, not bad. But then you get back to the you get back to reality a little bit this week because there's so many good players playing and last week I f- it was I don't I don't you know I don't I mean Adam probably felt the same way too though last week you're like oh look Tony Finau those are those are decent odds at plus eight hundred right but it's like yep. look who's below him and yeah John Rahm he might be feeling the effects of some fatigue or whatever right so I felt like that was second the, I know I know but I, I felt, was off Rahm entirely right right so well especially at those odds. Yeah. But uh, this week it gets a little bit like uh, it gets back to, you know, top dog action again. Not that it wasn't last week with who won, but there's a lot of guys on the field that can win this week and hard to pick five guys for each category. Cause I feel like there are definitely, I mean, obviously in the top 20, there's 20 guys are going to finish there, but trying to pick out the pop, the best ones. Um, I have, uh, I have Victor Hovland at plus one Oh five, just, just, just mm-hmm. over the plus money action there. Um, that counts. You know, he's a guy that can hit the ball, and he's shown that uh, that his his short game has gotten a lot better as well um, with his wedges and, you know, his putting and everything. So I think that he's a guy that can finish in the top 20. Um, I have JT. Yes, Justin Thomas. Interesting. Plus 120. Um, I thought you were JT Poston. No, 
Justin Thomas, J- JT Poston's got some nice numbers there, but I just I, I don't think he's up to par this week for that. But uh, you know, just history speaks for itself here. Obviously, with JT and how he's done in the past at this course, um, if he's gonna truly turn it around and get back to like that top 15, top 10 machine and, you know, challenging to win every week. I think this is a good place for him to turn around. The slump buster. Yeah. We all need those <laughs> slump busters, baby. Uh, then I have uh, results. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have Jason day at plus plus one twenty. Um, Jason day. He, you know, he pissed everybody off the last time he played. Right. With with, yeah. throw, with throwing up an eighty to finish his weekend off the Masters Who does that. Hopefully, yeah, he went from like T nine to what thirty something. <laughs> it's annoying, um, but I'm hoping. I'm thinking after some 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 needed rest that he is figuring it out, and uh, that was just a little hiccup coming back because he had like seven straight top twenties before that. And then I have I have Ricky Fowler at plus one seventy five. Because why not? Guy's playing some great golf. He's kind of getting back into the Ricky groove, and here's a place where he has won. I know it's been ten years, eleven years, but um, he's kind of primed to to finally get another W. Um, and being a top twenty doesn't seem all that far fetched. And then I also have uh, Sahith Thigala at plus two hundred in the top twenty. That makes me feel better because that guy, just like we talked last week about Batia, right? That guy's that guy's due to start blowing up in a good way, I think, very soon. Well, he plays good in the PGA type course too. I mean, Southern Hills mm-hmm. played really yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, because he's one of those he's one of those guys at, at a course like this. Guys are gonna it's tough, but players are gonna be aggressive here, and yeah. that's all he knows how to do is be aggressive. Yeah. So if he starts striking the ball really well from the get go, he's gonna be a tough out for the whole weekend. He we can chip a couple in like he did out of the sand that one time at band camp. I mean, we're in business. We like it. I'd like to see him go into Sunday with a lead and see how he handles it. See young yeah. guy. Probably Mito Pereira style. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't hit that ball, like if it literally hits something and stops a foot from the water, JT doesn't win the PGA. Is Mito still in the PGA on the tour? No, he's in or, live, but I know. if he no, wins the PGA championship, does, definitely. Does, does yeah. Mito stay on the PJ tour? Then? What a fun what if. Go with his boy. He doesn't go with his boy, Joaquin Neiman, and still to the live. I think he convinces Joaquin and the other guys to stay on the tour. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's really good. Because all of a sudden, he's a major champion. He's I know. That's the, an interesting thought He's in experiment. all the majors. He's in the players. He's in everything. Where's yeah, why would you leave? leave? Yeah. And why, all of a sudden, why? you got to win early in your career. It's like, yeah, maybe I'll stick around. Yeah, you're rolling. You're the future of the PGA. Yeah, I mean, the, the guys are already complaining about uh, on Live, not to go on that, but well, maybe if the Mito- taxes. Taylor oh, Gooch yeah. was on a podcast and said he got taxed 1.6 of his $4 million to win in oh. Australia. Because now they're going to these other countries that are subject to oh, that's right. crazy tax rates. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're communists now. Basically. Anytime they go to <clears throat> Europe, anytime they go, they're getting dinged huge. I mean... They're, if they're going to play in Scotland, that's like a 34 or 40% tax over there. Uh, and they got to bring it back to the U.S. and get taxed there. So, Ugh, no. I mean, they're going to have to pay income tax on that. Oh, you get hammered in both countries? 
Yeah, I suppose you do. Get a foreign tax plus the, you know, then it, Damn. you know, who knows if they're like using some exchange rate things to work towards their favor and live too. And he's not doing his own taxes. He's paying somebody a lot of money to do that. But yeah, four million might end up only being a mill. He's not going on a turbo tax to do those. They got guys converting (laughs) currency, getting margins. Yeah. Well, I'll just say this about Mito and why that whole storyline didn't happen. Maybe if his girlfriend would have shut her damn mouth on Sunday when he was trying to win. Yeah. He would have won, but she just kept spouting off about how he's going to win and all Jinxed this. Him. Shut up. Yeah. Jeez, Didn't need the like announcers. No hitter. All the announcers jinxed him too. Yeah. <laughs> and again, look what, look what Tony Finau's wife did this last week. She, she knew her role and shut her mouth. Just like the rock I, told her. I think we cracked <laughs> the code. You just, you can't <laughs> welcome the interview. No, if you, what you, you have, have to do. Is if you're in the lead, tell your wife, like, stay at the house. Have a spa day. Go sit in the clubhouse. If anybody comes to you with a microphone, just walk away. There's got to be a spa on that property that she could spend a majority of the day. It's a resort. I mean, yeah. I would have just stayed at a separate property to where you just drive over there every day. If that were me, I wouldn't have anything to worry about because there is no way in hell my wife would take an interview. (laughs) So we're, we're good there. (laughs) adam what do you got for top 20s uh i got the other jt jt posting at 450 Uh. just because i mean this looks like a kind of course for him uh jason day at 120 uh svensson at 500 Kucher at 280 because Kucher has been good in these premier events. I just feel like he's getting yeah, close he's been, to maybe winning one. He's been playing so well. Him and Ricky, well. him or Ricky or both are going to win one of these before the end of the year. I uh, hope so. And then I also have Batia six at plus 600. He I know is playing well. I know we're not in the Caribbean, but I feel like maybe his game could possibly translate to, you know, it's in Charlotte. It's got to be warm there this week. Maybe it's just the temperature that he likes. I don't know. What's Poston's odds? 450. Wow. For a top 20. Come it on. seemed awfully high. That's why I just drew. I didn't want to go with the safe, like 120s and all that. But your, Jason your Day, I just had. To... was there at plus 400. Yeah. Uh, I, he was on my list. I just didn't know. Yeah, I mean, Cooch at plus 280 and Day at Day should probably be plus 200, in my opinion. For a top but, 20, probably. Okay, why though? He, but it's a premier event. He's won here. Uh, and he's, oh, okay. he's been top 27 of his last eight events. Yeah. I feel like him, Coocher, and Fowler being, are just like so close to winning. It's we're like being given a gift that he's plus money, I feel yeah. like, with Jason Day. True. I'm holding on to the past. That's my problem. Thank you for helping me get past. Yeah, and I just and I just I just screwed us. Probably scratched. <laughs> <laughs> Go with Bo Hostler. <laughs> yep, just slip them in your top tens. What's your top ten, Smitty? My top ten. Um, starting off with Jordan Spieth at plus two twenty. Oh, love it. I don't know if I can go back to it. Maybe when the British rolls I told around, you I'll be guys back on the bus. 
I told okay, how many weeks ago did I already tell you that I am he I am riding him till he wins. Okay. <laughs> when he's playing, he's getting bad on. You guys, you guys and everybody else that's he's listening, you can go on. a different way. Hey Timmy, watch. get the fuck out of the well, man. It's over. <laughs> it's, it's not dry. fucking over. The hell it's the not hell over it's until we say it's over. Um the hell it's Is it dry. over when the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor. No. No, nah, I think top ten safe, maybe. Plus 220, I got him at. Jordan Spieth has finished inside the top 10 in one, two, three, four of his last six events. That's pretty good. That's a good ratio. Four and two. And and he has one missed cut there, right, which was the the match play, right? Otherwise, he's been inside the top 20. If you take away the match play, he's been inside the top 20 his last five events. All right, that's a pretty strong case. So fucking bet him. (laughs) (laughs) I'll wait till Friday when he's got at 500 for a plus 10. All right. Then I have Justin Thomas, his boy, at plus 250. feel like, um, you know, same thing. He's he's kind of been under the radar a little bit just because he hasn't been performing at Justin Thomas. Uh, level like, level. So so I I like that number. Then I have Jason Day at plus two sixty top ten. Um, nice. Max Homa plus two eighty. Hey, I mean he's proven that he just yeah. likes, likes this event overall because he's won this event at two different courses now, right? This course yeah. and the course last year. And he's then I have twenty two to one to win. That's crazy. Yeah. He's at uh, on DK. On DK, he's twenty eight. Yeah. Wow. Um, my last top 10, my last top 10, I have Ricky Fowler plus 360. I think I really do think he's going to play well this weekend. Yeah, I'm taking too. Ricky Fowler top 20, top 10 and winner. I think this week he can hit the ball. His iron play is back and he's proven this year that he can putt a little bit again. So, and he's proven that on super fast greens, he putts really, really well. Historically. Right, ah. I feel, yeah. His pace is pretty good all the time. Like right on those fast, fast greens. So I think that that's the both well thing I want. Only thing I worry is if it stays dry this week and Saturday or Sunday it gets borderline like 13, 13 and a half. He's mm-hmm. such an aggressive putter that it could be, you know, mm-hmm. the Ricky that's either win or bust where he just blasted by the whole 12 feet. He has 12 footers coming back. So mm. that's what I worry about Spieth too is if they get if they get a little too fast, it could be where his aggressive putting gets the best of him. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I'm really confident in Spieth now after yeah. Smitty's Independence Day speech. It's a hell of a pep talk I gave there, wasn't it? <laughs> we should clip that out and send it to him on socials so he can yep. get fired up. I feel like that's one of those things that I, I you know, I, I gave at uh gave at halftime of a game this last year and <laughs> we come out and dominate for the next four minutes. Yep. Sometimes you just gotta get those boys fired up. It's true. And do what they do. Adam, who's your top 10? I got uh, Morikawa at 240. Uh, Just because he's been playing pretty solid. He's Mm -hmm. got a ton of top 10s. Sam Burns at 330. I just thought those were way too good of odds for him. For a guy that bombs it, a guy that plays good on these really tough elevated events. Uh, Also, Fowler. He was great. Yeah. Fowler at 360. Um, and Burns puts really good on fast greens too, which I like. <clears throat> Jimmy Walker at twenty five hundred for a top ten. I thought that was t- 
the stupidest thing I'd seen all week. <laughs> and I was like, I, how do you pass it, it up with the way he's been playing since Augusta? How do you, how do you not just slip that in? I mean, he's yeah, got it look, going in all phases. Look at who he's like grouped with for those odds at 2,500. He man. won a PGA championship. I mean, it's this type of setup. It's, He's well, apparently like, the same player as Kevin Streelman. And yeah, I thought it was Lucas like Glover. they clearly have slept on him. I mean, Glover is a past winner here and yeah, he's good in the area. So, and then I have Batia at 1400 top 10. I feel like he's so close. Like uh, it's another good number on him. I just think, yeah, I, I feel like he's due for a win before the end of the year. And you know, once that we might be something that I end up PGA, watching championship when we get into the you know like the john deere and the barbersaw and those events where it's kind of like the you know mid-major events mm-hmm. um i think he, he will he'll win one of those that might be that might be something that uh for me i might might be worth watching live and how batia starts and see where i can yeah get him on this like saturday sometime or even at the end of friday yeah jimmy walker is you're right <clears throat> he's down here with guys 2500 like seems dumb like yeah, I, I Grayson Sig, who it almost seemed like a Garrick Hago, Garrick Hago. That's not a real Hago thing. played good last week. I think Nate La- actually Nate Lachey is that Nick Lachey Nate Lashley? <laughs> oh Lashley. <laughs> Anyways, five bucks to win ninety. Jimmy Walker. They only gave me eighteen hundred on the offer. I mean, they had you know like Poston in there twenty eight hundred and like. For a top five, let's see, it's 25. Yeah. Stuart Sink's at 2,800. Zach Johnson's at 2,500. How's Jimmy Walker? He clearly slid under the radar of the bookies on DK. Well, yep. there's just so many good golfers that how I don't, I don't, I don't know that I would want the job as an odd, odds maker for, for professional golf. golf. Oh, so hard. It's yeah. hard in any sport, but geez. Yeah, because one mistake, I mean, and and sharp people will get you for a pile of money. Yeah, they yeah. will. Like we have a few times. <laughs> I'm bad at first round leaders, though. I always sprinkle a few of those. Yeah, that's a tough Not one. great luck with them. Yeah, it's very random. The first round leader, it seems like. Well, let's do some winners. Smitty, who's you got? You got Spieth up here, don't you? Definitely. Does. I don't know. My first guy that I have as an outright is... You wouldn't have him in a top 10 and not a winner, so... My first guy I have is at plus 1,400, I have Tony Finau. Guy that, uh, you know, like we talked about last and week... And known to go back-to-back back and get streaky, known, too. Known to go back-to-back, back, known to get streaky and win in bunches, right? Play well, Play really well in bunches, but also a guy that we talked about last week and how you look at his statistics and he's playing just as good, if not arguably better than he did last season. And now he's got a win under his belt feeling mm-hmm. good after coming out of, out of, you know, vacation spot and winning. And uh, he's, he's probably feeling that he's elite again. You know, yeah. um, he probably had a few doubts there in the beginning of the season with just where he was placing. And he's probably was like, I'm playing pretty well. Why am I not placing where I thought, think I should be. And then he gets that dub and, you know, just, I feel like he, he's in a spot that he could definitely repeat. Um, then I do have Jordan Spieth at plus 1800. Um, 
I have Justin Thomas at plus 2,200. And I have Max Homa at plus 2,800. Wow. And Slick Rick Fowler at plus 3,500. Man, these offshores are really ripping me off this week. Yeah, if Finau could win another event or two in the next, you know, I don't know, five or six on the heels of full swing and these great clips that are yeah. coming out of him and the kids, he could really become a top fan favorite if he's not already. Well, if he plays really well again this week, right? There's, I mean, he's, what is he, 11th right now? He's in the, the top. Like I said, I didn't check uh, last week after last week um, <clears throat> what the Ryder Cup standings were. I mean, he's sponsorship dollars have to be rolling in for him right now. He moved up five spots from the week before to to this week, so to eleven. I mean, so he plays another. He plays well again this week. I mean, he's going to be inside that top ten. Yeah, they're still showing him at nineteen right now for the Ryder Cup points. Oh, really? Updated May second. So today. Oh, that's today. Yeah. He actually right went down there. a spot, which is surprising. Yeah, how does that work? Dropped? How dare he? Yeah. Yeah. Who's making these lists? Some idiot. What does rider trucks know about golf anyway? These <laughs> people are, I don't know, they're mostly moving people, I think. You know, I just oh. want to plug into the reason that, that Rory is not on my list at all is just simply... Okay, all these big names playing this weekend. He's what plus seven hundred or something like that. Is that right? Um, and yeah, I don't know. He just he has three straight missed cuts. I'll just leave it at that. Right. Now. <laughs> what is that about? I don't uh, know. Some kind of personal things He's going like, on. Or? I mean, you even you see the frustration on his face on the course right now, and it's not good. Like his. His body language is screaming, stay away from me right now. Um, he's like, he's laughing at Miss Putts that, he's, that he has. I mean, I mean, I know what it's like. He's so close. Like his breeds are just off a little bit. His driver's off a little bit. You know, you, when you, you're you off a little bit with your driver, then it puts more pressure on your iron shots. And then, you know, you miss a few greens. And now it's, you're putting pressure on your chipping. And then it just, it, it snowballs. And, and I've everyone been there around you is so a ton of times. Sharp. And it's like, you feel like you're hitting it so good and you just get nothing out of the round. And that's where he's yeah. at right now. Well, and that's where like the laughs are coming in right at the end of holes. He's like, what, what do I have to do? But, but he's got to figure that out. I think that's a lot. I feel like know. we see this from him every year though. After the masters, he just like and goes into a, a depression for like three, four or five weeks. And then all of a sudden he's like, Oh, Rory just won that event. Rory just won that event. You know, yeah. it's, once kind he of, kind of gets out of the funk, he just starts clipping him off again. Kind of like when he won the FedEx, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, all right. Same thing. Goes over Good Europe job. wins. You know, it's like, well, yeah, okay. Hey, turns out yeah. I'm good at golf. Those yeah. Irish dudes, man. Yep. There's something else. What kind of crazy shit you got on the winner's list, Adam? Uh, So I picked Rory at 700 just because I feel like this – the familiarity of the course is going to come out of the slump. I mean, for him, knew I wasn't going to take him for, yeah. And for him, I feel like he needs to get a win at a place where he's won before to kind of get the momentum going into the rest of the majors. Um, and then I also had Tony Fina 1400 cause 
like we said, that once the guy wins one time, he seems to get into like almost like Scotty Scheffler or Rom, where they like <clears throat> just start clicking off wins, like uh, you know, Rory, Rom, uh, Spieth, Max Homa, the Finau, all these guys, like when they win one, they, they seem to win like two, three, four right after that. Mm-hmm. Um that speaks then, to how much it's a mental game. Yeah, I think those guys are so just like once they win, it's like they're ready just to go pound out more wins. Um, and then I've got Hovland at eighteen hundred. He's been close a few times. I feel like yeah, he's maybe he gets over the hump this week. Yeah, I like I like that too. I just I just couldn't fit him in there because I really wanted to yeah. have Fowler in there. And I did too, but I didn't want to put that burden on him. And I liked I liked <laughs> <laughs> and I liked Justin Thomas's uh, odds at twenty two. So I just didn't. With Hovland, I didn't want to take another guy yeah. at 1,800. And you know I'm not going to take Spieth off my betting list there. No. And then I also had uh, Justin Thomas at 2,200 because he <clears throat> has won here, which I I mean for him and what I think is he's a guy that needs to win at a familiar track to get out of his funk. And then Max Homa at 2,800 because we've seen him repeat before at certain tracks and I think this is a good spot. He feels like he got burned a couple times this year by Rom and Scotty. So I think he comes back and we didn't even mention Scotty Scheffler. It's like, I hadn't seen the guy in so long. Yeah. I, I don't know why, how that even slipped. Why he's, is he even playing? No, he's not playing. Okay. That's why I was like, (laughs) he would have been, yeah, he would have been, yeah, he would have been, he would have been like, yeah. What the heck? Did he play I, in Mexico? I forget. No, he's taking his his off. I guess maybe this week. Yeah, his. Um... They have to write an excuse letter to the tour. Be like, uh, my buddy's getting, my brother's getting married, or something. I don't know what's going. No, on. I think it's hey, I I don't play for money. <laughs> I, that's what it is. More than likely, I don't. Um, maybe you missed the deadline his... to sign up. Oh, that's what it was. Saving my energy for the good one. Maybe he wanted to give the other guys a chance to move up in the Ryder Cup rankings because he's still 12,000 points ahead. That's just crazy. It's preposterous, his lead in those. I wanted to see where he is playing. Let's see his schedule. He posts a schedule? I mean, I'm sure he's playing next week at Byron Nelson. It's like yeah. in his backyard. You can usually see where these guys are playing. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm not, not finding it right now. Yeah, if you go to each event, you can see the field. But my guess yeah. is he's playing next week at Byron Nelson because I forgot Sam Burns is a Texas guy, lives in Dallas. He's going to be there. It's going to be a mm-hmm. pretty strong field if you get Scotty and you get um, Sam Burns, Jordan Spieth. They talk a few other guys into playing. It could be a really good event next week on a kind of a down week. Yeah. It, and these, you know, the way they're moving the money around and enhancing the events, we're getting more more good golf, although we did have yeah. a couple couple rough weeks there what was that thing the week before last oh yeah oh yeah super off week 
It was a uh, oh the Zurich event, the team event was terrible. Yeah, that was garbage. Yeah. We did terrible at RBC. Not great at Augusta, but then we had a bunch of wins before like I think four or five wins in a row before that three four four out of six events. We won five out of seven. So yeah. Yeah. Scotty's playing was, next week. The streak was bound to end. For sure. <laughs> yeah. But then we got right back on that on that. Yeah. Order. We're gonna we're gonna start another winning streak. This what week. happened was Kitayama won when I didn't pick him to win. You know, I was on his bus and then he had one bad week and I got mm. off and then he wins. That's that's what happens. I just built hang on. I went over to our friends at Underdog Fantasy. You can go there and enter code plus money all one word and they'll match your entire deposit up to $100. You're basically winning a hundred dollar bet there. As soon as you sign up, I just built a little lineup here. You tell me what you think, Smitty Jordan Spieth under two and a half bogeys, Max Homa under 70 strokes, (laughs) Fowler under two and a half bogeys, Thigla over four birdies and Finau under 69 and a half strokes. Honestly, I, like the one thing I don't like the most out there is the Spieth under the bogeys because you know the guy's going to have like he's going to go have six birdies and three or four. Yeah, he's not a big part. Three or four guy, bogeys. Go have he'll he'll do that whole yeah I had like eight birdies oh yeah so you shot really really <laughs> well today I had like yeah. five bogeys though. <laughs> yeah, like a nice five bogey sixty eight. Yeah, uh, underdog. I have not been doing all that hot as of late on underdog, um, but hey, that's why we You're keep sharp trying. over there. That's why we yeah. keep trying. I'm still up on the year on underdog, so it's okay. So we're still playing with house money, but it's it's been a little rough. That's the important thing. Don't worry, I still put lineups in every single day of the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should go through our picks. Here's here's the condensed version. Smitty's top 20s, Vic Hovland, 105, Justin Thomas, plus 120, Jason Day, plus 120, Ricky Fowler, 175, Sahith Figala, plus 200, Adam's top 20s, JT Poston, plus 450, Adam Smenson, plus 500, Cooch, plus 280, Day, plus 110, and Batia, plus 600. Boys like Batia this week. Smitty's top 10, Spieth, 220, Justin Thomas, plus 250, Jason Day plus 260, Homa 280, and Fowler plus 360. That's ludicrous. Adams top 10, Morikawa plus 240, Sam Burns plus 330, Ricky Fowler plus 360, Jimmy Walker plus 2,500. That had to be a typo. Let's take advantage of it. And Batia plus 1,400. And then the winners, Smitty's are Finau plus 1,400, Spieth plus 1,800, Thomas. Was twenty two hundred. Max Homa, former winner, twenty eight to one. Fowler plus thirty five hundred on the legal books. I gotta get my senator, governor, whoever needs to get on the ball, and get us some legal gambling over here. Adams winners, Rory plus seven hundred has to happen eventually. Tony Finau fourteen to one. Vic Hovland plus eighteen hundred. Justin Thomas twenty two hundred. And Max Homa plus twenty eight hundred. Then Max Homa. That's a great price right there. I'm betting that one 
right meow. Guys won there. I mean, what are we doing multiple times? You know, hey, looking at uh, some of the props, playoff specials. Will there be a playoff plus 300? Interesting. A three-man playoff at plus 1,200. I was looking at the past winners, and I didn't see a playoff the last few years, but they had a bunch in the years leading up. So maybe we're due. How about the winner winning by three strokes exactly, plus 600? Ooh. You know, again, when I was looking at the past winners, it was either one, two, or three was the margin of victory over the last three or four, five, six years. That might be fun. I like those. I took a zero, zero exact score in the first period, but tonight I like doing those uh, <laughs> dart throw props once in a while. I never do these two chances. Those feel like sucker bets. If I'm wrong, I'm going to be wrong. I don't want to be double wrong for less money. Yeah. What? I mean, is there, what about hole in one? This, the par threes are pretty long here, aren't they? Yeah. He uh, said two. The three. shortest one is 190. 208. It's 8 iron. 184 is the shortest. Screw you and your 7 iron from 190. (laughs) Not for me, for the tour players. 190 is a strong 6 for me. So I was just looking at the props for hole in one. It's like a hole in one for the tournament is plus 120. It's not bad. That's a fun one to root for, too. It is, it is, and you could, I mean, by round, it's pretty crazy. Plus 400, yeah. plus 400, plus 800 in round three, plus 800 in round four. <laughs> could get silly there. Oh, my God. It's 3-2 in the first period. There's still five minutes left. I guess my zero zero proposition is smoke. <laughs> <laughs> playoff hockey playoff hockey is a wild wild experience is there anything else we want to get to or cover i feel like we even got the uh we got the underdog line up in there we got some props adam i haven't seen uh i haven't seen lebron flop yet and it's been two and a half minutes into the game so that's worth it what's oh, the nope. problem? i just said it <laughs> just said it and he I, he did <laughs> He's good at that. <laughs> that couldn't have happened at any better time. How does a guy that flops that much not become a better free throw shooter? Yeah, he's you'd think just out of practice in game. I think he gets fouled eight times and he gets eight or nine imaginary fouls a game. You think he could totally just like learn how to shoot a free throw? Like you got all summer, just shoot free throws. Oh, Don't shoot now. threes. Don't run. Don't lift weights. Just shoot free throws. Yep. Career seventy three and a half percent. I mean, the all, most of the all time greats that are guards and forwards are shooting eighty percent or so, right? Or upper seventies. So Why yeah, does he avoid probably... contact in the last two minutes because he can't shoot a free throw in the clutch. That's true. He's the worst free throw clutch shooter in the history of basketball. <laughs> as far as any kind of alleged top tier players, yeah. He almost sure. looks like Doug Gottlieb whenever he gets in the last two minutes. Doug Gottlieb in college took one shot. His entire college career. And he missed it. And like (laughs) they would literally leave the guy open with the ball and just beg him to shoot. And he would not shoot. It's dumb. How do you make a team? When you pass the ball to LeBron in the last two minutes, he's not driving the lane. He's going to stand on the perimeter. 
Jordan's career free throw percentage was 83 and a half. So 10% better. Just saying. Yeah. Not that I'm comparing them at all. Well, how many more points will LeBron have? So many free throws he gets if he would have got 10% more buckets. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, true, though. Man. It's Think true. about that. A lot more. If the guy's lot. taking 10,000 free throw shots, that's 5,000 more or what, 1,000 more points. He would have been the all time leading scorer two years ago already. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Think Crazy. about it. When you put it in that context, we're in the, we're in the weeds. <laughs> thank you people for listening thank you adam and smitty for all your hard work we do appreciate it if you haven't already subscribed to the channel you're already here so it's easy or you can tell one of your friends to uh listen to the show come hang out with us that's always good you can follow the show on twitter at plus money golf all one word adam is at ac miller pga smitty c smith eight with an f and i'm at psr host guy all right Best of luck with your bets this weekend. We'll see you next Tuesday night for more plus money opportunities. Adam, say something cool at golfers say. That guy's putter's hotter than donut grease. <laughs>